Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fire you can't put out. My name is Melvin, and I want to thank you so much for being here. So the elephant in the room, just straight away, let's just get, get Ruth Bader Ginsburg has left this world. I knew that I was going to have to say those words one of these days, but I was really hoping that that day was not going to have to come so soon. I mean, old girl seemed like she had beat everything. She beat cancer several times. She had a whole workout routine that she did on a daily basis, and it's probably what helped her make it to 87. And she did not want to step down from the court until she knew that she wasn't going to be replaced by some Nazi sympathizer corporatist. And she gave out. But I'm not going to talk about that today. And there's a few reasons. One, I'm just, I just can't handle it. It's too much. Watching the celebration among conservatives, among the conservative Senate, who refused to seat Merrick Garland in 2016 because it was an election year, who are now salivating before the body's even cold to put somebody in RBG's seat. That's the one thing. The other thing, the news has beat this story to death. I can't go to any of the outlets that I enjoy reading without seeing ad nauseum coverage of this. This is endless on all of the cable news channels. And you know what happens when you talk about this kind of stuff too soon? You generally get it wrong. Also, next week might be a better time to address it. Why? Because President Dum Dum has already found his anti-abortion neo-Nazi sympathizer that he wants to put in that seat and thinks he might be able to get her in that seat because she is a woman who hates women. Scratch the second part. He only wants you to hear the woman part and then just kind of forget everything else. There's this idea, and this is what I want to get into today. There's this idea that if we simply strip women of their rights, everything will be okay. That if we go after abortion, because abortion is the problem, abortion is the cause of all the ills in the world, if we just go after abortion, then everything else will just fall into place. And it's why the conservative movement has had no problem with aligning themselves with someone who has broken, and not just broken, but broken to the 10,000th power all of the deadliest sins. And the reason that they have aligned themselves with this guy, even though he clearly has a, a rape problem, which we're going to get into in a little bit, uh, and has a bit of a pedophile problem, which I'm probably not going to get into today because my stomach is already turning, that the evangelical movement in this country thinks that this guy is so goddamn great because he's going to give them anti-abortion judges because the only problem we have in the whole world is abortion there's not starvation there are not food deserts there is not child abuse you know as a matter of fact uh y'all remember the uh, uh oh, oh what is what is the seat that uh oh it wasn't kentucky it was Al oh, alabama the alabama Senate seat. remember that remember that they wanted to put a guy who didn't just um, profess how much he liked being a pedophile, but there were records of him. Uh, this is Judge Roy Moore. Records, like police records of him getting kicked out of shopping malls because he went there trolling for underage girls. 
And the United States Republican Party said, I- I- I'm sorry that Roy Moore touched you, little 12 and 13 year old. I'm sorry that he did that. I'm sorry that he tried to take you home and wife you. The United States does lead the world in child marriages right now. But, um, but listen, little Susie, we really need this Senate seat. And Roy Moore lost, but Roy Moore lost by a whisper. So all of the, almost all the Republicans voted for him, but there were just a few that said, no, we can't because um, the pedophile thing, which I would think that the party of God, party of the Lord Almighty, would be able to say, ooh, but they didn't because they needed that Senate seat. Why? Oh, because he's anti-abortion. Abortion's the only problem in the world. So the conservative movement doesn't have a problem with pedophilia and they don't have a problem with rape and they don't have a problem with stripping women of their rights because that's the problem. The fact that women enjoy too many liberties is the problem. Women didn't get the right to vote till it's only been a hundred years that women have been allowed to vote. And if you're black, it's not even been half that long. Actually, it's probably been exactly half that long. Melvin's doing quick math. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. So this idea, we just strip women of their rights. This idea that if we just get rid of regulations, right? This is the thing. Cut the red tape. Get rid of the regulations, right? That's just, if we do that, that'll make everything better. That'll just fix it and voila, insert magic sound here. So I want to give you a cautionary tale that I read about in the Atlantic magazine. Um, I'm not going to give you the title. I'm just going to read you a couple of, of, uh, of quick stanzas from it, if I may. So to the mothers, quoting here, he was just donor number 9623. They did not know his name, but from his glowing sperm donor profile, yeah, that's where this is going, they knew that he had an IQ of 160, that he spoke four languages, was pursuing a doctorate in neuroscience engineering and looked like Tom Cruise. Not to insult your intelligence, ladies and gentlemen, but do you even know what neuroscience engineering is? So they made him sound brilliant. But donor number 9623 wasn't who he said he was. He wasn't in graduate school. He never even finished college. The lies began to unravel in 2014 when the sperm bank accidentally revealed his name. Charles Agalus, and his email address in a message to a group of mothers. By then, the sperm that he'd produced over 14 years had been sent to multiple states and three countries, resulting in at least 36 children. Curious, the mothers googled him and found a comment that he'd left online about hearing voices. They later found out that he had been hospitalized for mental illness and had been on disability, was suicidal at one point, and pleaded guilty for burglary, all before or during the time that he was donating sperm. The sperm bank, Zytex, didn't know any of this, and it hadn't verified any of the biographical information that was in his profile. According to the lawsuits since filed by the mothers, they were shocked to realize, and here it is, how unregulated sperm banks are. And now they're worried. 
that their children might have inherited a predisposition to mental illness. Since 2016, they filed more than a dozen lawsuits against the sperm bank. One case is currently pending before the Georgia Supreme Court. Zytex, the bank, did not respond to a request for comment. So, warning here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to briefly discuss another unregulated, unregulated industry. Uh, and explain why this is so important. Think about the permanent, irreparable damage that was done because this particular industry was not regulated. When we say, I can't imagine being one of those mothers and learning all of those things. This dude was a local scumbag, but put on his paperwork that he was studying uh, neuroscience engineering, spoke four languages, had an IQ of, uh, an IQ, I mean, higher than my heart rate usually goes. <laughs> but an unregulated industry will take care of itself, right? I mean, there's 36 children out there that have been produced from this poison sperm. An unregulated industry, well, yeah. Yeah, so there is now some force, uh, there's some change being forced within the industry but y'all like deregulation? This is what you're going to get. When you hear deregulation, think consumer protections. Another one. The moving industry. The moving industry is also deeply unregulated. And there are a whole bunch of moving companies that will just set up shop overnight, get a dude with a CDL, buy an old truck, come to your house and maybe they'll give you a quote that's not binding. But you don't know that word because you don't speak legalese. Most of us don't. And they'll say, oh, you're moving from Washington, D.C. to Portland, Oregon. Coo. Um, we will be at your house on X date. We will load up all of your belongings. We will have it to Portland in four days or five days or six days or whatever timeline you agree to, and we will do it for 3,000 bucks. 3,000 bucks. Think about that. 3,000 bucks. That's some people's mortgage. But for that, you got a professional driver. He's got a CDL. You know, diesel is not cheap for a 3,600-mile trip. I mean, that's mad cheap. But you can't pass up an offer like that. They show up at your house with their truck. There's a logo on the door. And they say, hey, look at, this, look at this logo on the door. We are official. The guys very carefully handle all your stuff. You know, maybe they got those puffy blankets that they wrap around things. Everything looks, feels good. And then you fly to Portland, Oregon. And you're waiting around a week. And you don't hear anything. So you try calling the number. You're not getting an answer. You leave a voicemail. Another day, you're still not hearing anything. Boy, you're starting to get nervous. Another day, you get even more nervous. Oh, my God. So you start researching about this company. Can't find a lot about them. Remember, they just popped up overnight. And so then you finally hear from the moving company. Yes, hello. Hello, sir. Hello, Mr. Smith. Yes, this is the moving company. Yeah, so that $3,000 quote... Yeah, it's now um, 10000 or 12000 or 15000 And all this time, they've been going through your stuff. 
if you want your belongings, Mr. Smith, you better pay up. And you better pay up tonight or within 48 hours or whatever. Or you will never see your belongings again. And you have your back against the wall. You have nothing. You have no stuff. And you are now being taken by these guys who are clearly involved in organized crime. And they're going to they're gonna get their money or you're not going to get your stuff. I don't know what your stuff is worth, but to you, it's probably worth more than $15,000. But you found this bargain basement mover, and how does this kind of thing happen? And who do you report it to, right? So if we've got a problem with the air, we call, you know, the, 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 uh, there's, the, there's a, the, what do they call them, the environmental, uh, no, the air quality, air quality index. You know, there's, there's Department of Air Quality. You call the Department of Air Quality, right? If uh, the bar down the street... You know, serving minors, well, you call, they all call the state, you know, liquor board. And you say, hey, man, they're serving minors. And they, they go over there and they, they whoop them in the shape, you know. If you're out speeding on our highways and you're making them more dangerous, well, you call a cop. That goddamn cop's going to show up and he's, hey, why are you driving so fast out here, son? Well, where, where's the fire at? Where are you doing? I you know who to call, right? If, if I get scammed through, by, for, for, my, for my insurance company, say I got a claim. I make a claim, they decide not to pay. You know, contract states they'll cover this, that, and the other, and they decide not to pay. Well, then I can call my state insurance regulator. All 50 states have one. But if you hire a moving company and they don't deliver your stuff to you in a timely manner, who do you call? There isn't nobody. But Melvin, the world is better without regulation. This is so much better. Yeah, you're never going to see your stuff again. And if you do, you're going to pay five times more than the original quote. Or maybe, maybe your child is going to go nuts and start hearing voices because you thought you got that Harvard sperm. And it turns out that you got, you got sperm from like uh, from Lil Pump or, or one of these dumpy ass new rappers, you know, like that's whose sperm you got. You got 6ix9ine, right? <laughs> Takashi 6ix9ine, you got his sperm. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> because you didn't want any regulations because it's better this way. The argument for the conservative movement that abortion is the only problem that we need to solve has nothing to do with abortion and everything about controlling women's bodies. And the argument that all we need to do to make things better once we get rid of abortion is to just get rid of all the rules and laws and regulations pertaining to anything then the world will be a better place another faulty argument abortion is about regulating women's bodies and removing regulations from everything else is about controlling you and removing your protections. I try to cover the things that are not being seen uh, because everybody's being inundated right now. Everybody's just being destroyed by all the news that's going on out there. Um, so a couple more things. The Justice Department has decided to take over the E. Jean Carroll case. So E. Jean Carroll is, if I've, if I've got my, my count correct, I think she is the 24th woman 
to accuse Donald Trump of rape. And the Justice Department, Bill Barr's Justice Department, has decided to take the case. Why have they decided to take the case? Uh, just for just some quick civics, um, the head of the Justice Department is supposed to work for you and me. Uh, the cases that they are working on are supposed to be better, are supposed to better the lives of the American people, better the country. They're supposed to work for us. But what Bill Barr has decided to do by taking over the defense in the rape case against Donald Trump with E. Jean Carroll is he has said he does not work for us. Unlike other attorneys generals, he doesn't work for us, the American people. This is the highest law enforcement officer in the land. And he said he does not work for us. He works directly for Donald Trump and he will now be defending him in this rape case. The other thing this tells us is that this rape case is devastating. It's a rape case against the President of the United States. It is devastating and it is credible because if it was not, then they would just hand it off to, to Ben Shapiro and to Sean Hannity and just, let the, and just let them destroy this woman and try to take away all her credibility. And those two dudes have no problem uh, beating the hell out of a woman in public. But they've not handed it off entirely to them, although they have. They've not handed it off entirely to them. He's handed it to Bill Barr. So that tells me that there's credibility to E. Jean Carroll's case. And the President of the United States, Donald John Trump, is a rapist. Uh, looking at the conservative movement, how do y'all feel about that? A lot of crickets out there. It's almost like you don't care at all oh that's right he's gonna fill that supreme court seat with someone who doesn't like abortion <clears throat> to protect women but not E. Jean Carroll because as long as it's a conservative rapist cool remember when y'all lost your minds over Clinton called Clinton a rapist god what was the difference oh right it's a conservative doing it so it's cool also Chad Wolf, the acting secretary of Homeland Security, according to a whistleblower in the New York Times, uh, the head of the DHS has decided to downplay uh, the effects that Russia is having on the current election. So, yes, we know this. And we also know this from a recent Senate report. We also know this from news reports. We also know this from the intelligence community. Russia is working 100 percent in favor of Trump again. And most of it is happening online. And that's the way it works because everybody gets their news from social media now. And the president, and I've t I believe I've talked about this before, is even retweeting Russian propaganda. But this guy has decided to protect the two things. The head of the DHS has decided to protect the two things that mean the most to Trump in the whole wide world. One of them is the white supremacist movement. They are now the top terrorists a uh, top terrorist threat in the United States, the white supremacist movement. But Chad Wolf says that's cool because we ain't going to go after Trump supporters. Yeah, we know we're a bunch of white supremacists. We, we're cool with that. Those are peeps. Those are the people that are going to be voting for us. And voting twice, by the way, we're already receiving reports uh, from Georgia that just like the president told them to do, they're voting twice. Um, and the other thing that we learned 
is that people around the world, after listening to what the president said, are now buying bleach solutions that are being touted as COVID cures online and drinking bleach to cure the coronavirus. Of course, it doesn't work. And a lot of people are just dealing with organ failure instead or dying from it, including children, because it's also being touted uh, as, a, as a cure for, for autism. And the other thing that is more important to, to, than anything in the world to Trump is, of course, Russia. Oh, his, his big Russian piece of bubble gum over there that he just likes to chew on. Yeah, protecting him, protecting Vladimir Putin. You know, Vladimir Putin, the guy that took out uh, bounties against our soldiers, uh, bounties to kill our soldiers. Yeah, so that's who the head of Homeland Security is protecting. This election shouldn't even be seen as an honest competition. Think about it. He's going against all of the things that he said he would do, protecting the troops. You know, if you die in war, he called you a loser. I don't want to go to graveyards and see losers, he says. If you got caught, you're a loser. But for some reason, the conservative movement is cool with it. Oh, because abortion. Right, he's going to put someone on the Supreme Court that's going to stop the abortions. Right, 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 right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm new here. Republicans aren't sure if Donald Trump is going to win the next election. So they are working on taking away... Um, as many of your rights and civil liberties as they can right now, which is also one of the reasons they're trying to push through that Supreme Court judge. Because that person, uh, she will she will fight to take away your rights. And that's what you voted for, ladies and gentlemen. But what we learned this week uh, from the Wall Street Journal is that Ben Sass wants to repeal the 17th Amendment. I don't know how many of you know this, but the direct election of senators came about as a result of the 17th Amendment. There are very famous stories uh, that happened uh, in the late 1800s where men, and it's always a man because women weren't allowed to run for office, would walk onto the Senate floor to buy a seat. You know, they just walked out there and what, just gave the money to the cashier and they got themselves a seat? No, 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 no. But... The states got to pick the senators, and it was usually, you know, governors who picked the senators. I mean, there was no, no direct elections, and so they would just go to whoever they and just, hey, hey, I know you get to pick the senator from this state, so here's a wad of money. Give me that seat, and in some cases, they would get that seat. So here came the 17th Amendment, and you know how hard it is to get an amendment. Right? I mean, we've been trying to get, uh, we've been trying to get the Equal Rights Amendment forever. And because this women, this country is so misogynistic still, we still can't get it. You know, there's any number of amendments that I think that we should have, you know, that guarantee people human rights. But Ben Sass has decided that he would like to overturn the 17th Amendment, not the Second Amendment that has effectively legalized murder. He wants to repeal the 17th Amendment because he wants to stop the direct election of senators and thinks that they should be appointed by state legislatures. So in Kentucky, which is a deep red state, they obviously would make sure that 100% of the time, and it's almost that way for them anyway, that two Republican senators went to Washington, D.C. for them. Oh, and the other thing, um, those senators wouldn't serve six-year terms. They would serve 12-year terms. Think about if you a 12-year term. So right now, if you're a House member, you got to run for the House 
every two years, right? So you're constantly running for that seat, you know, telling people why you should get to hold that seat. Senators right now are on six-year terms, right? Every two years, one-third of the Senate gets replaced or at least goes up for election. But this guy says, repeal the direct election of senators, taking your rights away. And this isn't a Republican or Democratic thing. If you vote, this is taking away your right to vote for your senator. He says he, want, he would like to repeal the 17th Amendment, take away your right to directly vote for your senator, install somebody in there that was owned, corporate controlled, maybe even bought that seat, and then let them serve a 12-year term, which means if they're doing a dumpy-ass job two years, three years, five years into it, doesn't matter. You're stuck with them for another seven years, and they don't represent you any longer. This election shouldn't even be a competition with these kinds of horrible, horrible, horrible people running. But guess what? It is. And there's a very real possibility that rapist and reality TV star Donald J. Trump could get another term. Oh, yeah. Moderna is one of the companies that's... So it's Moderna and AstraZeneca, that are the two that are working on the coronavirus vaccine right now. Um, AstraZeneca stopped for a little while with their vaccine because there were some serious side effects which have now been uh, remedied. Uh, but Moderna, the other one that's working on a vaccine, decided uh, to have their chief executives sign a pledge saying that they will not allow the coronavirus vaccine to be politicized. And as soon as they decided to do that, they said, we're not going to allow the politicization of the vaccine, which means we're not going to lie to the American people about the vaccine for any of these effing candidates. Their stock in one day dropped by 13%. They said that they are going to continue to tell us the truth about the vaccine that they're developing and their stock dropped 13%. Ladies and gentlemen, can we stop looking at the stock market and saying, look how good the economy is doing? It is not. It's not a good repre representation of the economy and it has nothing to do with you. If the stock market goes up, whatever. But I got some money in the... Shut up. You don't get the gains. And if you do, they're very, very tiny. But you will suffer all of the losses. Two things that you should know about the coronavirus, this according to Mother Jones, Sturgis Bike Rally. Oh yeah, the place where the Sturgis Bike Rally, South Dakota, yeah. They now have 250,000 new cases that came directly out of the Sturgis Rally. 250,000 new cases and they just, and the Sturgis Bike Rally is huge. They come from everywhere. And then they spread back out throughout the United States and now we're looking at massive outbreaks all over the place again. The other thing that we've learned about masks because we've been going through this for, man, nine, ten months now, um, masks will reduce how sick you get even if you do get sick with the coronavirus. So I know we don't like them and I don't like them either, but it, they will reduce the amount. They will reduce 
the severity of the coronavirus if you get it. And I cannot stress this enough. And it's not just about me and it's not just about you. It's about protecting those around you. Please, ladies and gentlemen, wear your masks. Yeah, you can still get the corona, but at the very least, it won't be so bad. And during the pandemic, mental health continues to be off the rails. And a lot of us don't feel good. A lot of us aren't sleeping that well. And a lot of us are beginning to grind our teeth especially at night while we sleep. Uh, I read an article in the New York Times about how dentists' offices, now that they're reopening, and remember, for a long time, people, in a number of months, people weren't able to go to the dentist. But now they are, and the people that are coming in have lots of cracked teeth. And so the dentists are asking why. So through their own research, they figure out that we are so anxious right now, so sad, so depressed, so overwhelmed with emotion, the news every day, it's like an effing nightmare that we cannot wake up from and we are stressed to the limit. Ladies and gentlemen, are we really going to go through four more years of this and for what? Are you better off today than you were four years ago? I'm pretty sure you're not, unless you're rich. Pretty sure even these MAGA people aren't much better off. So the pandemic isn't just breaking our hearts. It's cracking our teeth. It's ruining our mental health. And it's contaminating our souls. If you are feeling sick, if you are feeling sad, especially if you're feeling suicidal, please do what you can to see a mental health professional. And even though we can't go around them, do what you can to not remain, not to be too distant from the people that you love, the people around you, the people that, that used to just bring us all the joy that we didn't realize that we were going to miss. It's so important to continue to take care of your mental health right now. And take care of those teeth too. Because man, I mean, we thought we, maybe we get the coronavirus, maybe we get sick, someone around us dies, but all the other effects that are not death are going to be with us. And with us for a long time. So please do your best to continue to take care of your mental and physical and dental health during this time, even with as tricky as it is. It can't rain all the time. It won't be like this forever. I promise. Ladies and gentlemen, as usual, thank you for being here with me on the fire you can put out. Our official homes, tfycpo.podbean.com. You can send us an email. Hate mail if you like. <laughs> TFYCPO at gmail.com. We work hard to not only inform and entertain, but also to keep an open dialogue with you, our base. Feel free to reach out to us. And as always, thank you for listening. We are the fire you can't put out, rejecting austerity in favor of prosperity and true health for the American people. Special thanks to Kevin, my producer, who's having a birthday today, and I'm outing him. What's up, Kev? Happy birthday, brother. I want to thank him. I want to thank you for being here. This is Melvin, signing off. And now that I've woke you up, good morning.